menace of sobriety. Just a menace, just, just a menace. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming from Big Belly Comedy Club in the Vauxhall Podcast Studio, which is also a shipping container. Please welcome your host for today, Mr. Daniel Dabalafs O'Reilly. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Menace to Sobriety with your host for the most. I don't mean to boast, but it's me, Daniel O'Reilly, a.k.a. The Comedian Dabalafs, here for your one-stop party shop for all things uh, mental health and well-being. Thank you to all the listeners. The listeners, man, you guys are growing and growing not as people I mean the numbers are growing um, I think we're like 20,000 downloads a week out there so that's fantastic uh, YouTube you've got to step up your game but uh, thank you for tuning in um, listen I've got our wicked guest for you now I'm going to get straight into the intro alright sit back relax whether you're out running sat at home watching on YouTube whatever you're doing strapping because this is your weekly dose of uh, mental health well-being and all things all things good for you I'm going to introduce Hayley she's a qualified associate psychologist practitioner <laughs> um, uh, psychological aspects of addiction ADHD mental health well-being all of that jazz right I'm going to get into it I'm not even going to uh, attempt to pronounce her surname it's Hayley <laughs> thank you <laughs> Hayley what's your surname no, go on do I go for it again uh, Brought McKenna Brought my life McKenna. is one big mouthful the job title the name everything everything and we've, we've let's get this a little bit closer to you just there so so we get so we can hear you perfectly um, so me and Hayley we jumped on your partner's here as well hello mate hello and he um, he's, he's on the benches. He's uh, he's over there, also also with a, a northern bird, Manchester bird. So, yeah, we were talking just before. Uh, crazy girls, but great. And we spoke on it. yeah, we spoke on the Zoom. Yeah, you love to talk, <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect to have you here. I'm a and you wasn't sure whether you'd have enough decent like info. In, well, you wanted to make sure that you had um, enough for our listeners. And just going Understand. through, just going through what you do, what you've been through, who you are, what you know, you're perfect for the podcast. So thank you for joining. Thank you very much for having me. Why don't you I'm tell excited. me a little bit, or tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So. Um as you've said, so I'm Hayley. So mm. I currently mm. work as a training director okay. at the business that we started, PMAX. So like psychologically making a change. So my background, as you said, is as an associate psychological practitioner. Yep. Um, but essentially, um, what we like to do is try to give people tools and skills and understanding, basically, hopefully before they need it. Like we really, really try to come from like a preventative approach, just understanding, normalizing things like anxiety, understanding the impact of things like trauma, um, mm. understanding the impact of being neurodivergent as well. It's so like having autism, having ADHD, how that impacts you know people. So we do go into workplaces, businesses, because it becomes very difficult to like manage and function and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I suppose in terms of like where I come from in terms of like the work that I do so like obviously there's a background in mm. psychology I've got a lot of experience I've worked all over the shop because I've got ADHD and I can't stay anywhere for too long love that me too <laughs> me too so I jump about yeah. Uh, but yes then also as well my lived experience I've lived with addiction not me personally mm -hmm. struggling with addiction but I've had uh, parents who were alcoholics um, I myself have really really struggled with an eating disorder and depression and been very suicidal in the past and stuff okay. so um, yeah so I'm always very very mindful of like trying to bring some sort of value and use and it not just being you know rabbiting off the same old stuff there you could go on Google in like five minutes yeah. essentially right that makes sense yeah that does make sense and it's really interesting that you know, 
there's there's a need for this in the workplace because you know like that that's great that you're going into workplaces and doing that i guess a more happy less anxious less depressed workforce makes more money they do so that's good <laughs> that's good but um but just, also it improves like the self-esteem of the people yeah. working there it helps them to feel like they manage better so it's not just like yeah, yeah. from a business perspective but hopefully going in before people end up struggling and going off yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah let's just go back a little bit about yeah. who you are because i know you don't actually drink anymore do you as well no i don't i've not drunk for two years two years and what, what how how did you was, was it just that it was just because i think we kind of spoke about it on the zoom you didn't yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't really necessarily have like a you didn't have a problem where you were like alcohol or drug dependent it was more like it was just no. weren't serving you no 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 and this is the thing like i think i just got to a point where i'm like ultimately i'm putting a poison in my body yeah. i'm like it just like you said it's not really fit for purpose anymore in the same mm. way like um i am impulsive enough and like hyperactive enough and loud enough without also chucking a load of stuff down my neck that makes me even less you know yeah. um risk averse and makes me more impulsive and like i would you know do things and say things that you don't mean or you mm, you regret yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent um but then also as well like i didn't feel like i needed it in the same way physically it was like massively impacting me i felt like mm. even not drinking very often and i mean i was never good at drinking do you know what i mean yeah. i didn't like i never developed a tolerance i was like the cheapest date going yeah 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 um so yeah it was never like i was drinking loads and loads and loads but like Physically, I'd struggle to tolerate mm. it. I'd have hangovers for days. It was embarrassing. Yeah. There was also just the fact that, to be honest, as much as I think we often associate drinking with like that feeling after the first couple, mm. where you like start feeling a bit more lively. Yeah, and you're yeah. Like, yes, let's have it. Let's go karaoke, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But actually, you kind of forget the fact that you carry on a little bit longer, and you know, if you're in a bad place, you're the one who maybe then starts crying and just mm. constantly talking about the stuff that's you know, rolling around in the back of your mind or yeah. you start getting aggy with people and people start kicking off and all that you stuff. You don't think about, you don't think about that, <laughs> no, do no, you? No, 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 we gloss over that bit. Every, everyone, everyone's <laughs> always got uh, a person in their group that either cries or starts a fight. In oh mine, it, God, was jo it, it was John. John, you're a crier, aren't you? <laughs> I, like to, I like to cry oh. fight. You cry and fight? <laughs> <laughs> And be like water. So it's a Bruce Lee technique. Yeah. Yeah. And He's never had a yeah, fight. No. Not that one. With himself. He couldn't fight sleep. Internal. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. I want to ask you, Haley, because just before we we get get into the nitty gritty, um, yeah. We kind of touched on it when we were on the Zoom, and I thought it was it was quite an interesting conversation we had about, around. Um, the difficulty of going sober because of your, yeah, like your yeah. friends and stuff like that. Now, as you said as well, before we started the podcast, we are coming up to Christmas. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm getting right into just out and about in general when, when I'm out preaching to people. No, when I'm out and about, <laughs> I'm talking to a lot of people about, you know, the difficulty. Like I'm even feeling it at the moment. Like, and I'm, 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 I'm fucking out. Like I'm 411 or 12 days or something like that. So, oh my god, yeah, yeah, That's I'm amazing. Like over a year, and um, I'm. Um, I've had a couple of like couple of moments just where yeah. it suddenly dawns on me. I'm like, oh, I'm not that guy anymore, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. all my pals are doing this, and the fear of missing out, and all that jazz. I mean, it's uh, they're they're fluttering thoughts for me. But what 
first of all, talk me through what it was like and for the people around you when you decided, when you made that decision and how you cope with that. And also yeah, any yeah. advice you could give to people you think for Christmas and, and all of that. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, like in terms of advice, first of all, I think just... Be mindful of and kind of predicting the fact that it is going to be a difficult time and the fact that people are going to, they're going to test you. They're going to push your boundaries. Like, Mm. no matter what reasons you have for not drinking, like, they're going to throw anything at you to Mm. try and get you back on it. Like, it almost, um, it's almost difficult for the people who are still drinking to sit with the fact that you're Mm. not. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, again, like, I wasn't somebody who was, yeah, I'd say, like, stuff now and then but I wasn't like necessarily causing a problem for people around me Hmm. yeah I was extra annoying extra loud whatever I was the full package Uh, (laughs) win and win Uh, yeah yeah so like it wasn't necessarily a problem for me and like I don't particularly need it I can do stupid stuff just as well as without Without drinking drinking. so like I thought that it'd be a really easy transition for me do you know what I mean like I thought well no one's gonna yeah it weren't like you'd hit a rock bottom or you were fucking swinging a bottle of vodka when you were at work or whatever no I wasn't waking up in a skip I looked like I had but I like you know I hadn't actually Um, so yeah so I just really really assumed it'd be like people would just accept that so like to be honest it came about because um, I was struggling with like long COVID and it was really just dragging out and every time I had a drink within the first drink I'd notice all my chest pain flaring up mm. I'd be exhausted you know for days and days after I'd be in physical pain I'd be like I'm actually just setting off all my inflammation all my immune response like I'm working so hard all week it's just the social expectation that like no matter what you're struggling with whether it's your physical health or your mental health you, we just want to get back to like being going out and doing stuff and being yeah, on it with your friends yeah, and whatever yeah. and back in the Prosecco yeah, yeah. and like actually when it came to it like it wasn't I was just feeling Shit. horrendous yeah. yeah and we went on holiday like me and my partner and while we were there we were like it's all inclusive we are making the most of it but like within a day I was like this isn't going to do it for me anymore. So I really just thought that everyone would be like, well, oh, yeah, no, whatever, fine, you need to get matter. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just just wait till you're better. But the number of bottles of Prosecco and stuff I'd get at Christmas and everyone, just, yeah, but just have a bit. Just have a bit. And I'd be like, it doesn't matter how much of it I'm having, it's still having the impact. Like, I'm still going to have to recover from having had this as well as the fact that I'm still recovering from this yeah, as well yeah. as. And even now, like, there is still friends, family members who are like, yeah, but you'll drink now. Like, yeah, you'll you, drink again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, but just have one now. Like, it's fine. Like, let's just... Mm. And I'm like, I, there's only so many... You would hope and think, like, there's only so many times you have to say, like, no, I'm sober. Like, I just don't drink now. Like, I don't need it. Like, mm-hmm. do I need to be planning all week to, like, I don't know, spend an absolute fortune on overpriced drinks in town and then spend a fortune on takeaways the next day when I'm bed bound and then just be a little all week and like just be miserable as well because I think it's I think again we often like underestimate the impact that that has on your mood like for the rest of the week as well as like how how did you so what did you do to what did you say to these people how did you overcome it or how do you overcome it now or do you just do your own thing well to be honest it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mix so like I Mm. tend to use humour quite a lot anyway so I'll just kind of like laugh it off like um, yeah. you know about the fact that I don't need it in the same way like I still like to go out and socialise yeah. the challenge being that mm. once people know that you don't drink anymore as much as you might still want to go out and do karaoke and mm. I don't know get your top off and do a bit of lasso down Oxford Street yeah, yeah. or whatever it is <laughs> like, at three in the morning with everyone else like 
it doesn't matter. They kind of don't want you around it in the same oh, way. I don't, I don't even get invited now. This is it. Like, this is it. Yeah. Like, I don't get invited to a lot of places. Yeah. Um, I've come to accept that that's fine. Mm. Like, even people that was really, really close to, if there was birthdays and stuff, mm. like, you know, noticing that you're not invited anymore. Not because they think yeah. any less of you, but because it's that worry that mm. you're kind of shining a light on the fact that, you know, maybe it's not always the best thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so well, um, what, 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 you, when you say that you do, <clears throat> you know, when you say you go into like, uh, businesses and you talk about how people can uh, improve or have the tools to yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, work on when things are going wrong. What could you give any advice to people in anticipation of struggling and feeling lonely and feeling like a little yeah. bit and f- feeling like a little bit left out because like, um, yeah, that that's something I cracked uh, uh, the first time around. I went so yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at Christmas, and uh, I'm all right now. I mean, I've got everything to live for. My, my life's beautiful, and I'm I'm really happy. But yeah. you know, my kids and stuff like that. But there's a lot of people out there that I think really struggle with sobriety when you know they don't have the motivation right in front of them, like a you know, like a fucking northern wife that's telling them if they you know, <laughs> if they drink again, they're getting punched. No, yeah, yeah. but like you know, the kids and stuff yeah. like that. What what sort of t- do you have any techniques or mindful stuff or something they can do to fill the gaps? Yeah. So I think one thing that's like really, really important and it's like, um, it's really key in something called like acceptance and commitment therapy where essentially what we need to think about or what I'm about to talk about is like values-based living. So like one thing that I was really, really mindful of coming here Mm. um, is that yes, having goals is amazing and having goals is really, really important and having like specific, measurable, achievable, Mm. realistic, time-sensitive goals helps. Mm. Not everyone has them. Like they really, really don't. And actually, if your identity has been really, really tied to your drinking and the fact that you might serve, um, you might play a certain role in your social groups at the weekend when you are out drinking, for example, Mm. then losing that, you're Mm. kind of losing a, a bit of, who you are and it's really really difficult then to I don't know to like you said almost like have that anchor like if you've got you're saying like mm. you're happy and you've got yeah. your wife and you've got your kids and stuff not everybody feels as connected to no, you're so, something that's greater so, that's so bigger yeah, yeah, yeah. and like actually like one of the reasons that I feel like it was easier for me to kind of go sober is because I do have that strong sense of purpose because I mm. live very very much in line with my values so so, so what you're saying is if people don't have uh, uh, goals if they don't have a sense of purpose what can they do well this is it so like um so when it comes to like values-based living, so the problem with goals sometimes, yes, they're amazing. I'm a hundred percent like I'm not taken away from that whatsoever. Mm. But goals, like, no, they kind of like delay your sense of achievement and mm. joy. Mm. And mm. it's like, and actually, often by the time you get there, like the kind of you, you might feel great for a little bit and then it kind of wears off and it's like mm. well now what and like what's next and so actually it can kind of feel like never enough and mm. it can feel like you're chasing goals and then you reach them and then it's like now what and now I'm kind of back to the emptiness like mm. I've been focusing on like I don't know doing tough mudder or this fight or whatever it might be so true and then what 
And then what? And like people often think of like dopamine as like your reward chemical that you get when you've hit that high. But actually it's it's much more about like the pursuit of the reward. And once you get it, it like it drops off. And, you know, I don't know about you, but for me as someone with ADHD as well, like I can feel everything so intensely and the excitement I can feel in anticipation for something that's not come yet is like unbelievable and then often the reality doesn't live up to it because I've built Mm. it up so much then you constantly or you can be aiming for these things that you know you might have just kind of created this goal for the sake of having something to work towards in the first place rather than it meaning anything for you know to Mm. you and having any Mm. I need something Yeah. yeah I just need something but actually if we're not kind of setting goals that are in line with our values then we do have those kind of peaks and troughs and the well the now what and the emptiness and the well, yeah. yeah I've got the house yeah I've got the missus yeah I've got the the nice car yes I'm going on these holidays but I don't feel yeah. like whole inside and then you're still kind of left with that void that you're trying to fill do you know I, what I mean? yeah Hayley I'm completely on board with this um, this is really interesting this is why I love these podcasts because we start going down these little roads that fucking I've been thinking about and, and I sort of latch onto them and this is something that I've been trying to articulate for for ages, right? Because espe- like, I think especially, yeah, uh, I think especially, I don't know maybe if it is especially for men, but for, yeah. I, I'm just going from my, from my perspective. Sometimes when we're fucking aiming for like the big goals, yeah? Like yeah, yeah, the yeah. money, the house, you know, the, 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 the woman, the, the fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, or the pay rise or the yeah, job yeah, yeah. or our own business and all that. And we're like, right, the goal is I want the big house, I want this, da, da, da. You're constantly every day actually disappointed because you ain't there, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, not what there. What we're done today. And, like, and, yeah, and you're not, and, and you could, uh, but, what I find now is that for me, so my tiny little wins that yeah, I yeah, get yeah, that yeah, I get yeah. in the day sort of accumulate into me feeling good. Like I, I do actually at the moment. I was writing in my diary this morning. I was like, man, I'm nice and chilled. Like I'm so happy. Yeah. Like I am in just a good place. And it's like I get up, get my workout in, um, and that is more or less the fucking aim of the day you know everything yeah, yeah, yeah. else is a, everything else is a bonus, bonus but but if I get up I get the workout in I'm like right I've got my little win and it feels like I've achieved something but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like what you said about the boxing I had a big downer actually after my boxing after yeah, my fight yeah. Yeah. I was like fucking it, yeah. for a couple of days I mean my trainer didn't want to see me till like to, he said I'd like, take a week and I was back on Monday and I fought on Friday I had to because I was Saturday Sunday I was just like what am I doing with my life <laughs> now what because everything was aimed towards that 100% so what can people do instead so yeah so this kind of comes back to that like values based living so rather than like just I'm constantly aiming for this thing and then that thing and then I need to come up with something else that I can aim for which again if you're giving up drinking is really important I think because then you need, need to, to preempt like the fact that there is there are going to be times where it is boredness or yeah, boredness, t- t- boredom, but you get so much time you get so much time the yeah. time you get yeah. back yeah exactly so essentially with values based living I think you kind of work out like who do I want to be like so what matters to me and it, the, essentially they serve as like a, like a moral compass they like anchor us so like regardless of the goal I can choose day to day to live in line with my value and regardless of what goals I'm looking for and achieving mm. I know every day I'm 
behaving in a way that I can be proud of, essentially. And I think sometimes those things are really, really important. When it does come to like, mm. you know, the weekend before Christmas or Christmas Eve and everyone's down the pub and everyone wants you to do this and everyone wants you to do that. And at that point, especially with Christmas again, like a lot of things kind of stop. Mm. So like your gym might close, for the example, work. your work might stop. So mm. then what? Like, how am I feeling it? How am I feeling like the, mm. the emptiness, the agitation, almost like the itchiness from inside to just like, do so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I think like a really, really easy way is like, just kind of ask like yourself, like what five words would I currently use to describe myself? Mm. And what five words would I like to use? Mm. Can be like a nice, easy little way to start. Mm. Um, yeah, let me try that with John. John, <laughs> no, because I just want, I want to yeah. put it in practice because just before I do that, something that really struck what you were saying there is like what you're, what you're basically saying as well is, if you're focused on on like your moral base, was that what you said? Moral base living, like yeah, like your moral compass, yeah. like your values. In those like, times where you're like, oh my god, what well, you can revert back to that. You can look at that. Sir. Five five words to describe who you are now. Who I am? Mm. Uh, voluptuous. Oosh. What's that? What that. does that mean? Like uh, curvy. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit curvy at the moment. <laughs> okay. It's meant to be about you know your, your traits. Yeah, not what you look like. You oh. fucking <laughs> I've got a fat soul. I think. No. What do I think? Um, oh, let's get the camera on me. Hello, everybody. Oh. All right. Yeah. Look. Hey. What do I think? Five words. Uh, I would say um, interested. I'm interested in a lot of things. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would say dedicated. Mm. Um, Distracted. Mm. I think I can easily get waylaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get laid away. I know. Um, and also, <laughs> I just did it there. Wait. Uh, and I would say um, just just brilliant, probably twice. Just All double right. brilliant. So he, he and now you're meant to pick what you would like to be, but it looks like you already are who you want to be. I'm the self-actualized man. I'm not. I'm so miserable. No, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, yeah, that didn't really that. help. How about Sorry. you, Dan? What Dan? What words would you yeah. do, Dan? All right, so where I'm at now, yeah, yeah. All right, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I'm like happy, um, but I worry, worry, okay, worry a lot. Um, yeah. uh, you know, worry about the future, what's next, what's happening, what am I supposed to be doing? Am I doing what's enough? I'm supposed to want? Yeah, yeah like yeah, that's yeah. every day. Yeah. I'm like, right, have I done? And I find as well, I'm going to fucking like veer a bit, but I find as well that I've got too much different shit going on. So I'm yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, right, I'm, if I focus too much on my comedy, I'm like, right, how am my business doing? And if I'm focused too much on my business, I'm like, right, well, how's the comedy doing? Yeah, and, yeah, And then I'm like, am I doing too much mental health-based stuff? Am I being funny enough? Yeah, yeah, am yeah. I, do you know, am, am I a good like, father? It's that distractedness I was talking about. It's like being pulled in all these different... And you're, yeah. it's you pulling yourself, but you're getting pulled in all these different yeah. directions. It's like... It's mad. That's like, how, yeah. how thin can I stretch? Yeah, But yeah. suppose if you really value being someone who's like determined and ambitious like that you're you're doing all of those things you know what I mean whereas if it feels like well what am I doing it for I'm just doing it because I don't know I want the missus to Mm. I don't know have the nice house and I want to feel like I'm worth you know worthwhile or worthy because I've got the nice car or because I can Mm. you know go and buy something in the shop and I don't have to check my bank before I tap the car like what like what is the the thing that like drives you Mm. um and yeah, I think sometimes just working out exactly who it is I want to be. Like, what would I be proud of myself for doing? Like, when I'm 80 and I'm sat with, I don't know, grandkids or I'm the, still the great fun aunt, hopefully. And like, yeah. I've got like great nephews, nieces, whatever it'd be. Like, wh- what would I be proud of myself yeah. for having done? I've, I've, I've done that. I've looked forward. Yeah. And I do I do, do that. That's kind of that's kind of what helped me get sober was, I, 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 I yeah, I really have looked at like, yeah, who yeah. do I, like, who 
do I really want to be? Who do and, I want to be? And the truth is, it's just a good father. That yeah. is it. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, outside of that, obviously, I want to be a fuck. I mean, I'm already a bit minted. So, but what I mean is, <laughs> like, what I mean, like, there's, well done. there's like, but there's loads of there's loads of stuff that I want to do and do. But really, in my heart of hearts. Like, I look, I'm like, when the girls are like 16 or yeah. 17, 18 or whatever, or 20, and I want them to look back and be like, you know, when you hear girls talk about their dads, I want them to be like, yeah, he was the best. Yeah. And when I'm older, you know, and um, yeah, so it's like focusing on that stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And the thing is, like, when you know what your values are and you know who you want to be, like, it makes it far, far easier to become it. Like, you can't become the person you want to be without mm. acting as though that's who you already are and it's so easy to not drink when you're when you're looking not I say easy but sorry to keep interrupting yeah, you yeah no, no 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 but no because I'm just understanding because <laughs> it, it's crazy because when you just say something like you know value based system my mind is like well what does that even mean who is it yeah so you have to go through this whole thing <laughs> but you're right so I mean I, that's what I do I do kind of do that but I could do yeah. it more like saying just saying like you know if it gets tricky over Christmas if you're fucking if you're feeling that if you've yeah, got yeah, the yeah. pressure if you're fucking angry and shit's going wrong you can be like yeah but listen who do I want to be because I don't want to be that guy again I don't want to go and back to that and this is it like when you yes yeah, so like when you've got like that strong anchor it basically takes some of the decision making out like of day to day so mm. like you're I don't know it's getting to the Friday and like your mates are starting messaging you and like you know you've got plans with the family tomorrow and like yeah that's something whatever but like at the minute I'm getting all these raging urges and cravings and like everyone's like on it with me and you know we can't wait for you to get out and blah 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 if what I value is being someone who is consistent mm. and I value being like a dependable mm. dad for example then my decision's already made and it makes it an awful lot easier to then yeah but this this is who I'm becoming like so it kind of makes it easier for you to set boundaries with other people and almost regardless of how they respond to them mm. kind of maintain that for yourself do you know what I mean because people do push mm. you they challenge you and it, yeah. it without that kind of like anchor of like what would I be proud of myself for doing like yeah. this time tomorrow and I, I feel like a massive part of I don't know if you were the same when you stopped drinking because I used to drink and sesh so like I was yeah, fucking yeah. I was writing it one of the big one of the big problems that I found is once once you took away I mean like my 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 life not drinking was like a fucking Monday morning like Monday evening Tuesday day Tuesday yeah, yeah, evening yeah. but then Wednesday I mean I'm having a couple so there yeah, were yeah, some yeah. I didn't really know who I was without drinking at all 100% so it took so long so by trying to work out these values that you're talking about about who yeah. you want to be it is a form of like fucking self discovery right 100% and it's like you're also not like being tied to who you believed you were before right. so like you know like obviously we're drinking and stuff like you do things that you don't mean and, and then the the shame and the guilt and the embarrassment reinforces that you think you're a twat well this is it and like that kind of comes down to our like core beliefs like at the absolute root of it who do I think I am and like if, that's the big question isn't it do you know what I mean and like the thing is if you have been a big drinker or a big seshed or you know whatever for a long time you do get to a point where you don't know who you are without it and that's a really hard place to start from when everyone's like well just 
just do this or just do that or just mm. set a goal. Like if you, I mean, I'm always like, if your advice starts with the word just, just don't bother. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. what you've just done mm. is just mm. minimised everything I'm yeah. going through. <laughs> yeah, it's like the people on Twitter that say to me, moderation is key. I'm like, fucking, <laughs> if, if I could moderate my drinking, mate, I, wouldn't yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. I wouldn't have this fucking podcast. <laughs> well, we have to drag my ass here on a Monday yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think that that's so important. And there's another there's another aspect of that that I don't know if this ties into it, but there's yeah. another aspect to that that, that that I've really started sort of understanding is, well, obviously one, it's fucking really hard to deal with cravings and like, yep. and triggers and stuff like that. If the, the, the person, it's like there's two people, but the person that's dealing with them, you don't even know who this person is. Yeah, so, you're yeah, like, yeah. so you're like, well, what's the alternative? Be me? Who am I? Yeah. It's fucking really weird. So you do have to go down this road of like working out who you are, who you want to be. Yeah. But also, I, f- I found that I hated myself really. In, a, yep. in I mean, I would never. I, I was out, outgoing, confident. I was achieving in life, making a lot of money. You know, fucking buying the house, mm-hmm. had the supercar, all of that. But I mean, my fam, my fam, you know, behind in my mind, I was fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I kept on saying to myself. Oh man, I don't want to keep upsetting her. I don't yeah, want. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. want to fuck this weekend up. I don't want to stay up all night fucking sniffing bugle. I don't want to do this. I don't <laughs> want to do that. But I'd still do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like I thought. I, I guess that I started fucking disliking the person that was making the deal, 100%. right? The yeah, person yeah, yeah, that yeah. was making the deal with myself because I was like, yeah. you're making these deals, but they ain't working. So trying to. What was it called? What base living? It's got the like the values yeah. based. So when yeah, you yeah, start yeah. sticking to your values, do you start having a different perspective of yourself, a different view? Yeah. So like again, it can kind of help to shift some of those like core beliefs as well. So like we all have like core beliefs about <clears throat> who I am, like who, what the world is like, what other people are like. So we might <clears throat> try and like work backwards to unpick them. So it might be I don't know some a negative thought as simple as like. God, I've spent ages making this spag ball. It's like, like water. And I mean, I'm saying this because I got this last week. Thank right, you very okay. much. Gratitude <laughs> never goes amiss. You made this spaghetti yeah. bolognese. And he Unbelievable. Said it t- he said it tastes like water. He Mate, said it didn't taste like anything. My bird would have kicked Disgusting. me in the dick. I know. I was He's like, brave. <laughs> I, know, yeah, I was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like from that, I could then, my thoughts start spiraling and, you know, make it feel like, well, he, he doesn't care about me. He's, you know, ungrateful. I don't need this, whatever. But like at the core of it, if I really unpick that and kind of work out what is it that these thoughts mean about me? So like, what is it? What does that mean to me? So like, right, I've made a, a shit ball, right? And then I work backwards from that. What does that mean to me? Well, it means that I'm not good at cooking. Well, what does that mean to me? That I'm not worthy of being a wife what does that mean to me like why does that matter to me like well because then maybe I'm not good enough oh right okay and why does that matter so much like well because maybe at the core I fundamentally believe that I'm unlovable do you know what I mean so like actually your core beliefs really really shape the lens through which you see the world and the way you see yourself and the way you see other people and the way you see life and then that impacts the way that you interact with things I mean we all have this we have a our brains are quite lazy we have like a couple of biases we have things like negativity bias where we are 
you know, inbuilt are supposed to like focus on the negatives. Mm. Like because the safest thing for us to do is remember what's gone bloody wrong before and try and not put ourselves through it again. And then because of that, we might start making assumptions about how other things are going to go. And we've also got something called like a confirmation bias. So our brains will kind of look for all the evidence that what we think... Confirms our negative views. Yeah, 100%. So like if I fundamentally believe I'm a useless piece of whatever... You'll look for things to confirm that. 100%. And like... Other people can then do things without meaning to, without wanting to. So whether it is because Mm. they just keep inviting you out and keep inviting you out and you like those things can kind of trickle, 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 trickle back down. (laughs) Actually, at the core of it is I'm useless. I can't even just stop this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like the core beliefs can really, really shape the way that we see Mm. ourselves or the people also the problem with core beliefs is they kind of come from like way back in your childhood and things like the way that you were spoken to the way that you were treated I also think and it's not something that I've ever read in literature anywhere but like the way you're spoken about if you're in earshot if you're in earshot of your mum on the phone being like oh they're a pain in the arse they're doing me head in the whatever all of those things start to shape your core beliefs but one thing that I personally have found quite powerful is like just knowing that means that like they're not mine like they're all, do you know what I mean like yeah, if actually yeah. this is kind of my perception of me has come real. from yeah. everybody else and the way everyone else has treated me and the way everyone else has ever spoken to me or about me then that in my belief yeah. do you know what I mean and that's then mm. would I agree with that person on absolutely anything and everything else they've ever said and as a as a public figure Dan you're not just getting that from like friends and family being in the public eye you're getting a million 100%. different people's opinions. oh my god yeah because you, you might be able to kind of unpick like actually it was you know things like if my mum said this to me or my dad said that to me yeah. and that you know yeah. that really really sticks out as like a thing that made me feel like I'm just completely useless yeah. or unlovable or whatever yeah I, I, I fucking I love this because I started reading I, I started reading a book recently called um, uh, The Ego is the Enemy right and because right, yeah. and, and, and I, I really wanted to, I really wanted to drill in and hone in on why things affected me like some yeah. things that some criticism really fucking affects me man and I'm like, I don't get it because I'm so like, you know, I don't know. I've got like a high, maybe that's the problem, but like I've got like a high, I don't know, not view of myself, but I believe I'm a good person. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But And you probably worked damn hard to get to that point. Yeah, well. yeah, you yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't think I was before, but like yeah. I truly believe that I'm a good influence, I'm a good person and stuff like that. And I was really trying to unpick why. And I guess that's quite similar to what you were saying. And part part of it can be ego. You know, you can have yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. an inflated view of yourself. So when people criticise you, you know, it's like yeah. if you... You know, you can be like, how dare you? Yeah, how dare you? But if you, unless, like, if you do a lot of work on yourself um, and ask yourself, like what you're saying, I'm struggling to get this out, but if you you ask yourself why something affects you, and and like you're you're saying, talk back from it, work back from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and someone... Where is it coming from? Yeah, someone be sort of like, you're a shit comedian, you ain't funny. Like, I hear that all day long, right? But every now and then, just the way it's said, or who's... So I'll be like, fucking... And I'll be like, I am funny! And I'll like, (laughs) saying it back to them. Please laugh. Yeah, yeah, or trying to think of a joke. And then I think, but why... 
what is it? Because they're not accepting you, right? So you feel rejected. Why do I feel rejected? And then yeah, going yeah, back, yeah, back, 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 backwards. you know. Yeah. And how can people do that? What technique can they use? Just simply trying to unpick it. So, yeah. So, I mean, the first thing you have to do, I suppose, is just actually recognise that you're having, like, unhelpful or negative thoughts. I mean, I now, you know, hope and feel like thoughts are information and like emotions are information and they're only good or bad because I'm I'm saying that they are do you know what I mean mm. but actually just noticing that I'm having a thought that I find upsetting to have or like that it's not helping me do what I want to do or become who I want to be or whatever it is and like just noticing it because I think sometimes we become like fused with our thoughts so like because you've thought something that feels like well that's what I think that's therefore it. that's it yeah 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 that's it like it's fact then so like I've thought it therefore that's my perspective that's it and actually our opinions of stuff change all the time this time tomorrow I'm likely to still think as strongly and as negatively and feel as intensely Mm. about this whoever it is on like I don't know Twitter or Instagram saying you're not funny Mm. maybe not like so actually (laughs) (laughs) things are going to change like we have like between 70,000 and 100,000 thoughts a day like yeah. that is an obscene amount of stuff like running through your head and if you've also got ADHD it's not even just like one train passing through the station but you've got like a bag of bees going on like like yeah, just constant layers of it music going on do you know what I mean like it's it amplifies things it makes it really really intense so like mm. I think you just have to first of all just notice that you've had a thought mm. and like just because you've had a thought doesn't mean that that is fact that it's yeah. even necessarily going to be your opinion mm this time tomorrow or this time in a week and actually just kind of like detaching yourself a a little bit from like what it means to have had Mm. that thought because like I think we can struggle sometimes with like taking thoughts as facts and feelings as facts and when the two of them combine and the fact that you know this person said I'm not funny and now I'm angry and I'm or upset or anxious Mm. and it can be all of them we rarely feel one thing at a time while you're absolutely raging you might also have moments of like feeling scared or vulnerable or anxious or low or Mm. um you know you can feel a whole host confused even Mm. like you can feel so many different things but like we kind of cling to it as in like Mm. well if you've said this and this has caused this in me and that means that you're that that means it's real yeah 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 because you've said it it's upset me that means it's real yeah 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 Yeah. and that you're wrong and like the reality is yes it's real that you're having that, 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 yeah, but but listen, but what you're saying is what they've said may have triggered your own view of yourself because of something that's happened in the past. You've got to work out why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and, and also through doing the whole process of trying to work out what it is, you realise it's a thought. It's not real. It's just a th- it's yeah. just words. I like, like that. It's just words. And like, so some people find it really, really helpful to like challenge their thoughts. And like, just because I, I have this that, thing yeah. like, right, well, actually, what's the evidence for this? What are the facts? Like... Mm. Um, why does this matter? Some people find that really, really useful. Other people yeah. find it really useful to like reframe stuff. So mm. like look at it differently. Like, oh, actually, maybe that's like a bit of mm. feedback that might be useful that I can take mm. on. And yeah, I'm a bit like it's caught me a little bit, but it's going to pass and that's yeah. fine. Um, but not everyone finds it easy to do that sort no, of no, stuff. No, no, you've got to, you've got to be so self-aware and also you've got to be able to stop. Yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. Be, you've got to live in the present. I, I have it with Shelly, right? My partner, there's like, I used to get the fucking raving up with her all the time. <laughs> she used to piss me off all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, 
like now I look back on it, it was because I was like highly agitated. You know what I mean? I was either hungover, yeah, yeah. anxious. You know what I mean? And and I took every like, a lot. Like for instance, I'll give you an example. When I come, when I've been running around fucking mad busy, and yeah, I come, yeah, yeah. I walk through the door, right? And then she goes, "Oh, can you make me a cup of tea?" I used to fucking go, "Fuck me." <laughs> Like fucking hell. So what? I pay for I pay for yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah. mortgage. I'll give you a bit of dough to spend, right? I'll fucking do do all the fucking work. Come in. You want me to make you a cup of tea? Yeah. yeah and yeah. now, now what I see is when I come in, she goes, "Can you do me a cup of tea?" What I, what I see is like she wants to be looked after for a little. That's my opportunity <clears throat> to make her feel better. Yeah. Feel nice. You and know. That's like really important. Cause I think one thing that we overlook sometimes is like the way that we treat other people mm. and respond to other people and react to other people and stuff like is a reflection of the way that you're feeling. If yeah. You're Agitated, you're hungover, you're shaky, you're mm. you've got a dry mouth, you've got yeah. a headache, you whatever. Yeah. Like no matter what anyone else does then at that point, because you're gonna of be, your internal yeah. state, you're gonna be mm. up here, everything is now an issue. And I always used to and it used to it works now because I always used to be like, Where's my fucking like how's your day been? And thank you for yeah, working yeah, yeah. hard, thank you for doing where's that? But what happens now is because I go, Yeah, of course, babe, and I'll do it a cup of tea. And when I give her a cup of tea, she says, Come here, and then she yeah, gives yeah, me a yeah. Yeah. and she's like how's your day been you know and all that yeah. and I'm like alright okay you know all I've got to do is make a cup <laughs> of tea but, but, but you, you get what I mean uh, yeah, and that's yeah. because I can take the take the moment and also not take it so fucking personally like we take everything oh my so god personally. yeah well we feed everything through ourselves do you know what yeah. I mean like we are all very egocentric especially when you're younger so like again if if your mum and dad are arguing you're more likely to kind of assume that that's something to do with you yeah. when somebody else is sure it might be because they've had a rager of a day they're knackered they've got yeah. a headache they're yeah. starving they're whatever they didn't sleep well last mm. night and you assume it's something about you and then we we do this thing mm. where we like co-regulate and co-escalate each other so like if I think you've come in here and you've got your back up and your arsey and you're stomping about um and that's what I'm thinking. I might start to feel on edge. I might start feeling anxious. I might start feeling mm. stressed. And so then I might then, like the things that I think and feel and do are going to influence the way that I then react to you. So I think you've come in storming, you're huffing and puffing, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. took one look at me, you've looked away, you've, yeah, yeah. you're short with me. That's all in your, your day. Yeah. And you're going, well, blah, blah, blah. So like, but yeah. then because... I reacted to you like that you're then going to think well why has she got beef for me now yeah, like, yeah, yeah. bloody hell the day I've had and I've got to come on to this so yeah. then you start thinking well right so that's basically the last nine years of my life <laughs> it's mad like she, if, I, if, if I come in if I'd walk in I'd walk in and she'd go I'm tired I'd think what so I'm not allowed to be tired now because you're tired yeah, yeah. and like it's mad. And it's the thing like when you come in calm like yeah. even if she's stressed if you know you're calm you feel calm you're able to manage any little bit of anxiety that might start coming up or frustration or yeah. irritation or whatever like you go into it differently mm. you're responsive to her you're not listening to her and think about what you're going to argue back do mm. you know what I mean and then actually without meaning to you can like calm each other down yeah yeah kind of yeah, definitely. I think I think I think the key to the point of the point of that whole conversational piece there is sort of analysing why you have responded to that. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't have to just. And I'm a big one on this. You know, I'm a bit. And and this really does tie into sobriety for me and triggers of, yeah. of sobriety because I learned quite a lot about my mind when I was battling my triggers early on because I'd I I decided under no circumstances am I drinking again. No way, yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fucking lose the kids and that right. 
So when the triggers were coming up, there was like no ifs, no buts, no nothing. Yeah. I had to sit with them. And it was like, you know, the sunshine or bank holiday weekends or just fucking yeah, yeah, walking yeah. past a pub or being in London when it's dark or fucking whatever. Just yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. an advert for travel to Colombia or sank. I'd just be like, <laughs> whatever. Do you know All what? inclusive. Oh, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. like that, you know. Or just speaking to an Albanian person. Uh, being like, I need... No, um... My dealer was Albanian. Oh, right. but, uh, you have to, <laughs> no, but um, but what I'm talking about, just to be serious for again for a second, mm-hmm. is being having to sit with that, you know, the, the trigger, and then starting yeah, yeah, to see yeah. it, starting to see it like yep. as a trigger, and then like sort of talking my mind out of it. I did kind of lean that towards against negative thought loops as well, yeah, negative, yeah, yeah, yeah. like wondering, like because I used to get in situations with, I'm, I'm ranting a bit now, situations where something would piss me off, and then it'd just be like, whoa, 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 yeah, going yeah, and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now I can see that, and, and I kind of do do that, but maybe not as going as far back to like really why yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. can feel it and go like well, come on man and try and talk myself out of it so yeah. good listen we, we're running a bit short on time I, I know that you bought a few key pieces like because uh, I love giving like chunks of uh, yeah. info or things that can help anything you want to chuck in before we go yeah so I think if you are really 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 struggling with like you know like raging what feels like urges i think one thing that's a bit of a challenge is like people try and like just sit with it and wait for it to go and in the meantime like you said you're like rum 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 like just thinking yeah. thinking 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 and it's really really hard like especially as well like there's a lot of overlap with like neurodivergence and and um addictions like ADHD, adhd and autism as well uh so like actually the fact that you then experience things more intensely anyway and your thoughts are going at a faster pace it makes it really really difficult to then just kind of try and sit with just it sit and with relax. a craving you mean yeah, like yeah 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 to like the like that urge yeah like just takes over your whole body doesn't it like yeah. so like actually sometimes the easier thing to do is just do something like if everything in your body is telling you to do something just do, do something. something do yeah. something else like so a like, run or go for a run like I will literally like get the bed in and just absolutely waft it like throw pillows like it's medicine balls like go outside change your temperature if you're really really hot and stressed like that again feels like confirmation that this is bad do you know what I mean so like change it like go splash cold water on your face go stand outside barefoot while it's bolting I'd actually do something to battle do the urge something yeah and instead like, of sitting there going oh I'm gonna fucking drink yeah 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 and like just kind of notice your breathing but the other thing you can do is like something called progressive muscle relaxation have you done that no so like essentially when you're stressed and you're tense and you're anxious and you're whatever you're angry like your body tenses up like that's mm. one of the things that happens so like if you intentionally tense your body as much as possible when you release it relaxes so like take your hands so like imagine you've got like an orange or something in your hand and you're trying to squeeze until it pops and like tuck your arms by the side of your body and like just squeeze everything like really really Mm. really tense it like until you feel like you're shaking it's like this is a lot you can do it with all these parts of your body so at the point starts feeling like genuinely uncomfortable like oh my god I can't do this we'll count to three and take a deep breath in and as we breathe out we're going to let it go so like one two three and then and like you genuinely do just start to feel a bit more relaxed you can do it with your whole body but like I think just trying to sit with and override urges and just sometimes doing mindfulness can be like it can just be the wrong time to try and do that stuff and then it feels like well it's not helping and nothing's going to help and I'm not going to feel any better and I need to just do this and it is a need Um, but the thing is like emotions aren't musts like just because you're flooded with this right now Mm. does not mean that you must act on it 
like it might be easier to act in some sort of way and just do something mm. but mm. don't you know like this time tomorrow that urge will have passed this time in a couple of hours that urge will be different it might yeah, be starting yeah. it to was moments down. it's moments moments do you know uh, forgive me if i'm wrong but did, did you suffer with an eating disorder did, did, did we say was it yeah 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 so that's got to be the hardest urges but or or, or or the opposite i don't know how that works well, yeah Sorry. and what? like this is the thing like it's also really difficult this time of year christmas if you've sugar with addiction you've got an eating disorder not only do you know that there's going to be triggers everywhere mm. you also are well aware that everyone's going to have eyes on you mm. and seeing what you are doing not doing mm. how stressed you seem mm. and then because they're seem like worrying about you being stressed they're coming over to you and stressing you out and like it's an absolute bloody nightmare but yeah so like when i was younger i had um anorexia really quite severe um mm spent about 18 months in hospital I was tube fed wow sorry um, I'm sorry you went through no, that no no not at all and like I was very 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 suicidal and I was very very like my thoughts were very rigid mm. so like it was very all or nothing it was you know like similar I imagine to like with drinking like it can't you can't just have a bit you can't just yeah. it was either like I don't eat at all or I've completely failed do you know what I mean like it was very 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 like rigid is, is that is that is that sort of what spurred you to find out more about your thinking yeah so I mean to be honest like all the things that kept me ill and like really maintained it like the being stubborn being determined well I say stubborn like being really really determined I had a, an argument for anything anyone could say about how it was destroying my life how I was dying how I was hmm. you know I really was quite unwell I was the first person in the hospital that was in that had ever been sectioned mm -hmm. and that was a bit of a mare and um yeah so all the stuff that was keeping me ill was then the day I decided to get better and have a life outside of this was all the stuff that helped me to get well so all the things that are like keeping you ill mm. and also be the strengths mm. almost those, that help you to kind those of move character forward. traits that yeah. were negative yeah, yeah it's not about and this is the thing like there's neither positive or negative it just is yeah. I, was just, okay. I was going to ask um you say the day you decided to get better was there something that shifted in your mindset how, yeah. did, how did you yeah, make that good first question step? so like i literally um so again like when i say that you know i was quite unwell i was told by the doctors and stuff like i wasn't going to live to be moved on to adult services it was like you are going to spend the rest of your life in hospital it's whether or not you live long enough to be an adult in one and yeah just one day um because i used to go away with like my friend over like easter and like we'd be with her family and stay in this big house and stuff and there's basically one day where like my mum was away somewhere and i wasn't going to get a visit from her my best friend was away and i could have been there with her and i just thought i literally just woke up one day and i was like for one day, if not a week, I could have been happier. Like, I, I, it don't mean that everything's fine. doesn't mean that nothing's ever happened before. But for one day, I could have felt different. And I'm not going to get that here in hospital with mm. somebody watching me all the time. Do you know what I mean? So it yeah. just, it, it literally just kind of... Clicked. Yeah. And then that was it. And like I said, then all the stuff that had kept me ill was all the stuff that then helped me to get better and stay well. So actually the fact that you feel like or people tell you that you're too stubborn or too rigid or too determined. You can use that. You can use it. Like we're not saying that these things are bad necessarily, but like mm. like we've said, just knowing, especially at this time of year, that things are going to be difficult. If you know it 
and you expect it, you can plan mm. for it. You can literally right now write yourself a letter of everything you're going to need to hear mm. the moment that those urges kick in and that you you feel like you can't manage them because you know better than anyone what you're going to need. You know better than anyone what someone can say to you that's going to mm. help. And the chances are other people aren't going to meet that need. So, like, can I now, in advance, write literally a letter, send myself a voice note, record a video of me telling me everything that I'm going to need to hear to help me to stay sober mm. for the next couple of hours until the urges start to pass, for example. And then when the time comes, it's there. And, like, you've already kind of mm. give yourself that little safety net. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. What interesting... Man, listen, you should be so proud of yourself. You've got so much You've got so much knowledge there that obviously you're putting to good use. And um, before we wrap it up, anything else you want to finish on? Or, um, you know, and where can people find you? Yeah, so they can find us at, um, literally at PMOT Mental Health. Um, we'll put the link yeah. in, yeah, the link yeah, in the YouTube. Yeah, and Jump just on like, YouTube. the only thing I would say is like, nobody is ever written off. Do you know what I mean? Like, not everybody makes it, sadly, but the only time that hope's lost is when you're not here for things to change. Change is inevitable. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, actually, sometimes it is just holding on through yeah. those hours and days mm. and, yeah. Listen, you're, you're, listen you're, you remind me a little bit of myself, except for you're a female. <laughs> Right. But you do remind me of myself. One, because you're a little bit potty, but in a good way. And you could yeah. just, you could, talk, like, you know what I mean? You're like me on the packet. You could just talk. I'm a waffler. Talk. Yeah, but it's yeah, great. Yeah. But everything that you're saying has got such substance. And you've got the best advice because it comes from a place of, of overcoming pain, right? You've overcome yeah, yeah. a lot of pain. And, and I think that, 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 that it goes to show, you know, it's a, it's a great, great, I mean, it's a difficult what you've been through, but it's a great position to be in in order to advise. And one, one of the big things that I took from this conversation with you, uh, I know we had so much more to talk about. We might have to get you back, but one of the big things that I took from it is, uh, oh fuck, I've forgotten what I've already <laughs> forgotten what it's Gone. called. <laughs> what, Gone forever. No, where you said you got uh, your your moral based. No, what was it? Oh yeah, just like your values based. Yeah, living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I really like that the value based living. I feel like the most difficult thing through, and I mean this is a sobriety based podcast, and yeah, every, yeah, a yeah. lot of the stuff that you were talking about is so true. And um, trying to trying to work out. I mean, it's so difficult to work out who you are. How do you even start that journey? And I think, yeah. and I think that 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 by, by simply trying to work out who you want to be is a great yeah, yeah, way yeah. to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't necessarily always matter like who I've been before. Yeah. But like, who do I want to be? What would I be proud of myself for doing? Mm. And then I know how to act. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, like, just one thing on that is like. If the thing that you're valuing the most isn't necessarily serving you right now in the same way, it's okay to kind of prioritize another one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, for example, like, I really, really valued being determined, but what it meant sometimes was that I was staying in situations that weren't good, good for, for me. You. Good for you, Because yeah. I was trying to prove that I was determined. Yeah. So, actually, just focusing yeah. a bit more on, like, the fun yeah. and the humor. And, like, actually, then yeah. that can be... It's it so doesn't true. mean it's not there, yeah, you, but it just means I can be determined to... Mm. Try new things and see what else mm. works. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, know, you could be in a business, have a business, or be in a job yeah. role or a relationship, and you're just 100%. determined to make it work, but it's it's not serving you. And I think that a massive a massive part of being happy is liking yourself. Like I can take yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take certain criticism I didn't used to be able to take because some of the criticism I'd look at and go. It's kind of true. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, it. And like that's the thing. Like your core beliefs can change. 
like they really really can through like you challenging your thoughts you replacing them you mm. doing the things regardless of how you feel at the moment it doesn't mean like you know because I'm anxious I won't do this thing I'm going to yeah. do it regardless because it's going to pass and I'm, I, I want to be someone who's brave or whatever like they can change and mm. your opinion of yourself fundamentally can change mm. um it's all doable. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank that you. That was lovely. I'm going to put your Instagram and all your jazz and people can reach out to you. But what well, I didn't really know where this episode was going to go, but it's like, Same. yeah, it was so good. It's like a non-stop. It's like a one-stop shop for, you know, changing what you think of yourself and moving forward in a positive way. And there was so much stuff that was based around Christmas as well, which is perfect for us. John, anything you want to add? Um, yeah, I thought that's a really, really interesting point that you brought up about the value-based living. Now, obviously, the hard thing is to really kind of work out what your values are. And yeah. that, you know, for a lot of people, that can take, you know, a better part of a lifetime. But it's something to strive towards, definitely. And yeah, yeah, yeah I kind of really agree with that. So Love yes. that, John. Love that. Thank you for coming. Yeah, and we'll so maybe much. see you Have again. Christmas. Why? You're a lucky man, my friend. I mean, your ears, not so much. Can we film that? Yeah. Can we record that? Thank and you the, very kindly. And, and, and the spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> yeah. It's all right sometimes. <laughs> thank you for coming, Hayley. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. That was another episode of Menace to Sobriety. Um, I'm your host for the most. And that was great fun. Make sure you share. Make sure you comment. I'm going to try and reply to all the comments on YouTube. Have you stopped filming or something? No, that camera's just died for some reason. So ah. give it to this one. Okay, yes. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode's been wild. Uh, leave us a comment, sharing is caring. Listen, if you know someone that can benefit from anything that we've spoken about, please tag them in the in the comments or share the video to them, sending it. Um, you know, you really, stuff like this is brilliant for changing your perspective on who you are, on what life is, what it means to you, and where you're going, where you're moving to, man. There is a happier, better future for anyone out there that's struggling. There's always sunshine after the rain. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Oh, yes, and don't forget, if you want to come Come and see me live and meet me. I'm going on tour. The Daniel O'Reilly Outer Character Full UK Tour kicks off in January 2024 and tickets are on sale right now. I'm going to try and get out and meet as many of you as possible. And of course, I'm going to be bringing the laughs all over the UK. There's 23 dates right now and I'm adding more all the time. Hit the link in the bio and get your tickets now and come have some fun. If you're going through a tough time at the moment, please don't suffer in silence. Feel free to pick up the phone and contact any of these helplines. I personally, myself, at one of my darkest points, contacted the Samaritans and it completely changed my outlook and got me out of a really deep, dark place. A problem shared really is a problem halved. So if you don't feel confident talking to those around you, check out any of these organizations and give them a call. This is my Facebook group. Just simply search on Facebook, Men and Their Emotions. It's for men only, uh, but once you're in there, you can talk anonymously about your problems and help others and just feel a little bit of community so come join the conversation men and their emotions on facebook thanks for watching